Good morning. My name is Spencer Brose. I'm the lead pastor here at St. Stephen's Church. What a blessing to be here with you, whether you're here in this building or joining us online as we gather together to be the body of Christ, remembered each Sunday morning as we bring the members together once again as the body of Christ. Today we continue a sermon series around being fruitful as the church. And today we explore the the aspect of being connected. And I, I think there's few better texts, um, scriptures, than this one in John 15 that helps us to explore what it means to be connected. This is Jesus speaking to his disciples. Abide in me as I abide in you, just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit. Because apart from me, you can do nothing. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. I think you all probably know by now I like words. I collect words from time to time, when I, particularly when I hear a new one or one that maybe I'm in a different frame of mind than I was when I've heard it before. And I collected a new word a few weeks ago while I was at the dentist. I was been having some issues with my bite, my jaw. And as the dentist, she was describing the way the cusps and the indentations are meant to fit together in your molar. She used the word interdigitation. I'll put it in my pocket because that's a good word, folks. Interdigitation. It, it is a, they use it in dental words about how our teeth fit together. It means literally the interlocking of fingers, your digits interlocking together. Things that are made differently on purpose to fit together for the good of the whole to perform their duty, their function, their purpose. Connected. They're different so that they can live into the fullness of what they were made for. Sounds a lot like us. Sounds a lot like the church. Sounds a lot like the body of Christ or the branches connected or to the vine. Today, as we go through this, continuing this series of being fruitful, as we explore the idea of being connected, last week we talked about being rooted, and next week we'll talk about um, growth and then harvest and things of that nature. Today we're talking about connection. And as the scripture reminds us, not just connected to each other, but connected to the true vine. You know, I don't know about you, but sometimes I get really used to, used to a scripture, and, and as I hear it, even as I read it, I'm not really looking for something to grab me. I'm just looking for it to say what it's always said. I get used to it, and it ceases to lose the fullness of its meaning. Sometimes I'll even, and when I recognize that, sometimes I'll go grab a different translation, um, just so it says it differently than I'm used to doing it. Sometimes it's even something like the message, which 
um, is more of a paraphrase, just to hear a, a different, hear it differently, so I hear the message come through. And this text, for me, can be like that. I hear it, abide in me, be connected to me, true vine. You're the branches. Right. It's exactly what it's supposed to say. And it said it again. All right. But this text is Jesus inviting us into an intentional relationship with him. That's the depth of this text. A connection to him that allows us to live into the fullness of who we have been created and called to be as followers of him, as disciples of Christ. That's, that's huge. An invitation like that doesn't come along often in our lives of other folks of authority and power or celebrity, if we would rather go for celebrity. But Jesus extends this invitation to us all the time. It's an ongoing invitation to be connected to him, to remain in him, so that we may be full, that we might be complete, so that we may become more completely those that God has created and called us to be. We've talked about fruitfulness, and that is the ongoing theme of this. It's not being rooted for rooted sake or connected for kinetic, being connected sake. It's about being rooted and connected so that we might bear fruit for God's kingdom. We've talked about the fruit that develops inward of God working within us, as well as the fruit that's developed outward of God working through us. The inward fruit might look like the fruit of the Spirit, um, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, and so on. The fruit that's on the outside of God working through us might come out and uh, could come out in something as simple as a smile or, or a wave. It could come through helping somebody in their time of need in anything uh, that bears God's compassion and mercy into the world at a time uh, when it's needed. To be able to live into that type of fruitfulness, not only do we need to be rooted, but we need to be connected. My other uh, favorite verse around this idea of connectedness does explore the, more fully the idea of our interconnectedness, our interdigitation to one another. And that's from 1 Corinthians 12. Just as a vine is complex, Jesus only names two things, the vine and branches. And as Mason pointed out, there were leaves on that branch and there were grapes for produce and there's all kinds of things going on. There's a whole, there's a whole theological conversation there's a whole theological conversation going on down there that y'all probably didn't hear very much of. Bodies are complete, are complex things as well, our bodies. And Paul takes that into account as he talks about what it means to be the church, to be the body of Christ. For just as the body is one and has many members and all the members of the body, though many are one body, so it is with Christ. For in, the one, for in the one spirit, we are all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and we were all made to drink of one spirit. Indeed, the body not, does not consist of one member, 
but of many. Like our teeth, we all have different cusps and indentations. We all have different things and gifts and graces that fit together. If we all had, if all of our teeth were the same tooth in our head, our mouth, we would, we, it would just be weird. I'm sure we'd figure out how to do stuff with food, but it'd be weird. And in church, everybody's got a role. Somebody one time said, well, I must be the rear end because I'm not good for anything. I said, everybody needs to rest. I mean, right? Got to sit down from time to time. Kind of hard to do that without a rear end, I guess. I don't know. Maybe that's a little too personal. But that was a conversation I had as a pastor, just sharing that. Because everybody's got a part to play. Everybody's got gifts that God has given them to use. Paul extends that, that metaphor of the, of the body to include not just the parts of the body, but who's in charge of the body in Ephesians 1. God put this power to work in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the age to come. And he has put all things under his feet and has made him the head over all things for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Just in case you're not sure who's in charge. It's always Jesus. It's always Jesus. So we're meant to be connected. We're meant to be connected to Christ. We're meant to be connected to one another. And these things help us to live into the fullness of our being. As those created in the image of God. Torn Wells is a singer-songwriter in the Christian realm. I don't know if you know his work. I knew some of his music, but I didn't really know him um, as an artist much until UVA men's basketball team uh, won the national championship. And it's just, it just isn't an opportunity for me to say that. I like saying it. Go ahead. Someone. All right, Larry. Um, but they won that season following a previous season that was ended horribly. They had gone into the national tournaments as a number one seed. There's four, if you're not familiar, there's four number one seeds in the tournament. And they were one of four in the entire country. And they lost in the very first game. First time that has ever happened. The next year they're going into the, the tournament I don't remember if they went in as, did they go in? I don't think they went in as a number one seed that year. Most of the players had returned from the previous season, including most of their starters. And they were filled with anxiety to overflowing. Their coach, Coach Tony Bennett, not the singer, Coach Tony Bennett, um, brought this, brought one of Tornwell's songs um, into the, uh, the changing room, the locker room. Sorry, I lost the word. And it's the song, Hills and Valleys. That's the album, but it's also the song talking about life's highs and lows. And that became their theme for the tournament. And even beyond winning as national champions, that helped them to live more fully into themselves as players. And, and one of the reasons I love that coach so much isn't because he brings wins, it's because he sees his, 
players as people developing into citizens fully. You may know some of Torinwell's songs. I, there's a snippet of three that are including one of them, the middle one is Hills and Valley. So I'm not making any money by promoting these songs. These are all on his first album. He has others. Um, Hills and Valleys is that album. It's on Spotify. I'm sure other places too. Um, but he's got really good stuff. But I didn't bring all that up just to talk about his music. Um, earlier this year, he focused his ministry away from primarily being about music and performance to being a church planter. He and his wife are planting a church in Texas together. And uh, so he's, he, he had started preaching some beforehand, but now he's a, he's a, he regularly preaches um, rather than regularly putting on concerts. And in a sermon called I Still Love the Church, he tells why his connection to the larger body of the church is so important to him. Even while he was singing in concerts, he remained connected to a, a congregation. He was on staff leading music at different churches uh, in his career as a, as a musician. And the church was so important to him and because in an age of secular cynicism and as you may hear people talk about deconstructing their faith, he speaks to why he still finds the church to be meaningful and more than meaningful necessary to the living and to the fullness of his faith. I want to share a snippet from that sermon that speaks not just to the importance of church but to the importance of connectedness. These are guitar strings. The interesting thing about these strings is they didn't come connected to what they were made for, but they were designed to be connected. The interesting thing about these strings is that they have to be connected to something bigger than themselves to operate in the thing they were created for. So many of us think if I connect myself to this, it limits me, but it actually liberates me in my purpose. This is called a headstock. This is the body. If I'm only connected to this, I'm connected, but I'm not operational. And it's when the head is connected to the body that we actually get to operate in the thing we were designed for. When we get connected to the head, which is Christ, and to the body, which is the church, you know what we experience? Tension. The reason sound can come from that string is because it's being held in tension. So many of us don't want attachment because we don't want tension. But could I propose to you today that where you feel the tension, you discover God's intention for you? There are six strings on this guitar. What if we were comfortable being connected wherever God connected us? What if we weren't fighting over who gets to play which notes? Because if you're willing to put your life in intention you will realize a beautiful melody can come from your life 
That's probably like 10 minutes of a sermon when you take out all the pauses and the breaks on top of each other. Maybe we'll work that out for you, get you out early. We're not doing that. Thank you, Bernie, for letting me touch your guitar. I know, I know so that I'll, um, I'll be careful with this. But right, if, if, if our, we are strings on the guitar ourselves, but we're just hanging out a string, nothing. We're, we're not living into the fullness of our purpose. But when we're connected to the headstock or Christ, as well as the body, sometimes people say, well, I'm spiritual, but I don't go to church. It's really hard to live into your fullness if you're not connected to both. We're meant to be connected to the whole. Christ gave us the body. Christ gave us the church to be connected to him and to one another. And when strung together and played by somebody who knows what they're doing, creating beautiful music, different notes, different strings, but working together to live into the fullness of who God has created and called us to be. I believe God has an amazing imagination, a divine imagination about who we could be in our fullness. And it's not about being better. Sometimes we focus on being better at something or whatever. It's about being more. It's about being more whom God has created and called us to be, living into our fullness of our faith. In Methodism, we throw around perfection, and it's not about not making mistakes. It's about being complete. It's about being full. It ties back to a, a, a Greek, the Greek word for it being full, being completed in our faith. And that's how we are completed in our faith. Whether we're talking about the vine or the body or guitar. To be connected to Christ and to be connected to his body helps us to live into the fullness. Helps us to live into more than we could imagine trying to figure out life on our own. And as far as being connected or remaining connected or getting connected, the waypoints we've talked about previous weeks and more are ways in which we connect ourselves or accept the connectedness that God offers to us. Prayer, service, searching scripture, worship and sacraments. And not a la carte, but all together and other things. Help us to grow closer to God and one another, to be fruitful for God's kingdom. And the undercurrent of all of this connectedness is another word we like to use in church and other places, but church particularly is fellowship. I worked with the senior pastor, Linwood Cook. He actually is one of the pastors that married us. He said, you know, people come to church for fellowship and worship. People come to church for Bible study, or rather for fellowship and Bible study. Oh, I messed up my own thing. They come to feed the hungry and fellowship. I just messed them up, but you know what I'm saying. Everything we do, we come connected, but we come also seeking fellowship. Whether we know we have people there that we're connected to, or we hope to meet people there to be connected to. That creates the harmony 
that we can play on our instruments. Because we get to know each other and we get to work with each other and we get to interweave our lives with one another for the kingdom of God. All of this so that we might bear fruit and bring glory to God's kingdom. While the church with a capital C is much larger than St. Stephen's, the expression of the church here at 9203 Braddock Road has been around for 60 years. The embodiment of the transforming work of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit has been within, uh, at this address for that long. The church has become what it is because of the, un, of the ongoing support of its many members working together. Each one giving of themselves, each of you giving of yourselves to the ministry and the mission and the vision. Connectedness is essential to our fruitfulness as followers of Christ, and it is through your ongoing support of St. Stephen's that hundreds, if not thousands, have been connected to the true vine of Jesus. Sometime toward the end of this coming week, you're going to receive another mailing if, you, if you've already received some. If you haven't been receiving stewardship mailings and you want to, uh, let us know in the, on the Connect card. But there'll be another mailing going out this week uh, describing um, our, our ministries and the, and the financial numbers that go along with them and asking for your financial support as well as, well, this is only asking for your financial support that's needed to provide for all that we accomplish together. And it'll include a commitment card that we ask that you bring back two weeks from today on October 29th. As we give, I encourage you to give out of gratitude. The Bible asks us to give out of, uh, uh, give a tithe, 10%, to return a portion of what God has given to us. And we don't start there. That's, most of us do not have the wiggle room to start at 10%. <clears throat> but as we give in gratitude, start there as a response to thanksgiving for what God has given to each of us and to all of us. The interconnectedness that Christ calls us into. Supporting the church is part of it, but it's not all of it. It's about living together. Our different parts, our different gifts and graces, our, our individuality and uniquenesses. But without our true vine nurturing us and directing us, without Christ as the head guiding us and instructing us, without Christ as the headstock of the guitar which tunes us so that together we make beautiful music, we are diminished, not living into the fullness that God has provided for us. I invite you to consider how connected are you to the church? How connected are you to the vine, how connected to you, how connected are you to Christ himself, the source of our blessing? And to consider how you might help others be connected or how you might be better connected yourself. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for each other, for the body of Christ that surrounds us, for one another, 
You've given us each other, not just so that we can do more together, so that we can be more together. To encourage us, to guide us, to comfort us more. Lord, in the world around us, it's hard to find a place where we feel connected beyond maybe the folks in our own home or stretching beyond it to extended family. But Lord, you have given us your son. and He has given us the church. Help us to find our fullness within it as we are connected to it. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.